Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! I don't need Adele. It sucks. They lost. They're out. We'll get spring training going here in a little bit. We don't need Adele. I don't need when to lick anybody's wounds. We're not doing any of that. That's not going to happen. We're going to go through it. We got a lot, but uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm How you not feeling sad. I feel good. It's Monday. We yeah. had a great weekend. There's a million things going on. I saw you dance on the giant yeah, scoreboard yeah, at SoFi good. Stadium. There's that's not good. There's really, there's really nothing I'm not excited about today. So you're basically like Mookie. Mookie after the game said, "Now we're good. Yeah, you know what? You win <laughs> not some, good, you lose but some. I'm not, I'm not going to burst into tears at the side of a Dodger hat if I see one. It's disappointing. It sucks. They was, lost. Was there part of you that you knew you could walk into SoFi Stadium on Sunday? Go Rams. <laughs> With clean cut, shaven, and you don't okay. have to worry about that part. So, uh, very quickly, yeah. the, over the weekend, my youngest son had homecoming, right? So, he had a, they didn't take pictures down at the beach and all yep. that stuff. And my wife was out of town, so I had to go down there and kind mm-hmm. of make sure that everything was I was there. I was picture. covering it. It was fine. We're, we're walking down there, and he goes, Dad, uh, can you please shave that thing off? These people don't know you're kidding. I'm like, no, I'm, this is what we're doing. Go this down is who there. I am. Accept me for who I am. <laughs> exactly. Then I'm I leave pictures, go to the pizza place with the mustache, with the right hat, and oh, it yeah, just wasn't good Saturday. enough. It yeah, just right. wasn't good enough, and it ended. And then drove home, and by mm-hmm. the time the door had clicked shut in the front mm-hmm. door, it was off my face. I thought you were at a CVS pharmacy <laughs> grabbing a razor, shaving in their bathroom. I should have done it in the middle there. of the restaurant. Hey, real quick. Just got to knock that thing out along the way. All right, let's start with the Lakers, Slee. They finally picked up their first win yeah. of the season. Um, one and two, they had a little trouble in pushing away the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. If John Morant doesn't miss a free throw at the end, they're probably still playing because the last 40 seconds of that game took, I think if my notes are correct, four yeah. hours and 68 minutes. Uh, just just a, a, a weird night for the Lakers, but a nice night that they got the win. Yeah, NBA has a strategy. The final two minutes, will they'll clear 68 commercials in the final two minutes. My, oh, my. So they'll make as much money as they possibly can. Um, okay, so I was looking this up. The last time we have got a chance to talk about a Lakers win, do you right. know what the date was? I do because you told me this morning sometime yeah. in May. <laughs> May 27th was the last time we talked about yeah, a Lakers win. It's been a minute. Okay, so, you know, good to see the Lakers get a win. They obviously lost three games in a row to lose a series against Phoenix in the playoffs. No one was paying attention in the preseason. They go 0 6. Then they start off the season 0 2. They were a couple of possessions away from losing that game yesterday, too. They so. Were. I, I will say it's nice to see them get a W. Pretty cool to see Carmelo Anthony now top nine all-time scoring list. I had no idea. Can I can I share a story with you? Sure. Quick? So next to me, I'm sitting next to the Lakers media relations. They sit for where I sit. They sit right uh, to the right of me. And the guy points out Noah, really cool dude. Points out he's like, yeah, he's Carmelo's X amount of points away from getting to number nine. He's going to yeah. pass Moses Malone. Moses. I'm like, wait, what's happening? I didn't even think um, in in my own little world. Did you know that he was? I, I didn't even know he was top ten. I, like I, I, I guess I just wasn't even I thinking did. about I, it. I, I I wasn't surprised that he was in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I I was I didn't know that he was closing in on Moses Malone. But 
he's been in the league for nearly 20 years. Same as you're, LeBron. Right. They both came in the same time. Right. So you're and not only has he been in the league for 20 years, mm-hmm. but for 13, 14, 15 of those league those years, he was one of the best scorers Elite, in the league. So he was yeah. just going to stack up points. Yeah. That he's that high doesn't really surprise me. Okay, so Lakers end up getting the win. Carmelo puts up 28 points for the Lakers. Two ways to look at this with Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Number one, wow. You look great. Carmelo still got 28 in him. And by the way, what a perfect situation. Just kind of hang out around the three-point line, throw you the ball when you know double teams get on AD or LeBron or Russ penetrates, kick it out to him. But you need a 28 from uh, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. LeBron, AD, and Westbrook, statistically, whatever they did, and you beat the Memphis Grizzlies – it takes a John Morant free throw, uh, a, missed a John free Morant throw. missed free throw for right. the Lakers to win that game. So let's just say the Lakers have a long way to go, but it's still a W because the Lakers need a W. Yeah, I mean, look, they, a win is a win is a win, and at the end of the season, they don't say, hey, do you remember way back in October when you only beat Memphis by oh, I remember. John Morant missed a free throw? Yeah. It, you may remember, but they don't think that's how it goes for most people. Um yeah, it's great, but there's nothing I've seen for the long first way three go. games that make me go, oh, cool, this looks like it's really coming along. Mm-hmm. What it looks like to me is these are guys that are getting to know how to play with one another. They're trying to figure out which pieces fit better with which other pieces. And here's the big thing, and I don't know how much this is. You're able to teach it, how much you're able to improve over a period of time, whether it's just a mental decision that a team makes. Mm-hmm. Their defense is terrible. Their defense is nowhere to be found. And even if the offense gets smoothed out and you don't need 28 to get a win against Memphis from Carmelo Anthony and you start to just play a little bit better offensively, you still got to stop some people along the way. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the – one of the things, Lakers, the season they won the championship, number 17, uh, Trev, they get freaking stops. They stop guys from scoring. No question. That's the foundation. You know, I have people in the postgame show saying, you know, Carmelo – uh, AD's got to be the five. Carmelo's got a Carmelo should be a, a starter now. He should you know play in that starter. I've never agreed with that. I don't think he should be in that starting rotation. Keep him coming off the bench. What people are forgetting is the idea is you're either going to play defense, you're going to have a squad out there that's going to get stops, or you're going to try to outscore teams. They got enough people who can put the ball in the hoop. You got to be able to get stops. So that's a fair. Fair uh, criticism there. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And if you would like to participate in today's show, we would love to do that. You can be a part of Travis Lee Nation. That's on the Dr. Pepper call line, 877-710-ESPN. And ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Look, I'm... (laughs) I'm trying not to say, "Mm, mm." you see it over there, right? But it's not hard to find that the fit seems way off. It doesn't seem like these are some, you know, some corners that needed to be sanded down and everything will start. They they might be. That might be what it is. But it feels like there's a lot more work than just let's let's massage some of these pieces to find the best piece. It is do they fit together is still a real question. So fair to say this. Let's say the Lakers came out. Went three and zero. Took care of the Warriors. Handled the Suns. Handled the Memphis Grizzlies. I think it would be not just way too early, but it would be irresponsible for us to say, "Watch out for the Lakers," just because it's so early. And I think it, it's not that much different than the Lakers being one and two, where I would say the same thing. Um, question marks? No question about it. But I don't think they'll. I, I think one of the things you'll see with this Lakers team as the season progresses. 
They should get better. Sure. That chemistry uh, should get better. I think that – so I, I only say that because – give you an example. You see Russell Westbrook's stat line yesterday? It was great. Was it? Well, the assist parts were. Let me point out a couple of things, yeah. okay? But you're right. You could look at it and say he was 13 points, 13 assists, mm-hmm. seven rebounds, well, yeah, I want to like say. six in the first quarter. Yes. I want to say at halftime he had 10. Yeah. Halftime he had 10. He had nine turnovers. He had nine turnovers as a part of that. He shot five of 15. Okay, let, mm-hmm. let me go to LeBron real quick. LeBron, I think LeBron, what do you end up shooting? LeBron shot seven of 19 from the field. Mm-hmm. Um, he had three turnovers. AD had three turnovers. The reason why I point that out is you can look at a lot of this stuff and look at it statistically and say, hey, you know what, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. There's also stuff you look at and you kind of think big picture for the Lakers. ESPN did their power rankings. Yeah, you know, they always did. Every week. I don't think anybody's been watching the games. They just kind of shuffled the deck and put said, Put the Lakers eh, eight. How was eight? How was eight good? Let's do eight. What was Memphis? Eight, seven? Nine, Ready? Seven. Ready? What was Memphis? Eight. 26. 15th. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How can we do power rankings three games into the season? Well, you can, but if you're going to do them. Watch. <laughs> actually put them where you know their record reflects. I think Brooklyn was fourth. They're one and two. Yeah. So to the reason why I bring that up is. At the end of the day, we're going to watch and criticize this Lakers team every single night. I think you gotta, we got to be smart in saying 25, 30 games down the road, if a lot of these problems that we're talking about three games in still are there, then that's something to be I, I, more worried about. I couldn't agree more. I, this is not a five-alarm fire, but it's one of those, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be, and maybe it's a, little, lost yesterday too. it's a little bit more rough than I thought it might be, but yeah. it doesn't mean that it's not fixable. Here, the number one thing for me for yep. these first three games, mm-hmm. West is a monster. <laughs> there are, because Memphis is one of those teams that may or may not get in. They might have to play in that play-in game. They're, yep. they're kind of in that range, somewhere between eight and ten, mm-hmm. right? That, that feels like kind of where... They're going to land. They gave the Lakers everything they could handle. John Morant is a real scary guy. He is it's just a back-to-back nights, too. Yeah, back-to-back. Beat the Clippers the yep. night before. They're a team that you have to play well to beat. We saw what Phoenix looked like. Mm-hmm. We saw what Golden State looked like without Clay. When yep. they get Clay yep. back, that's going to be a much better team. Denver's going to be good. Denver's good. Portland's not bad. Mm-hmm. Dallas is not bad. You you know, you have a handful of teams. Minnesota. Utah is really good. Minnesota, Sacramento, San Antonio, Houston. Maybe. Clippers got to get healthy. Clip, but there are a bunch of good teams in the West. The Lakers, and again, I don't think seeding matters a ton for them, but you're going to need to win some games to make sure that you're at least not fighting for crazy like it was last year. And again, I don't think they're going to be down 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. They have too many good players for that. But when you look at that game last night, it's like, oh, right, there are about 10 teams in the Western Conference that can beat anybody on any given night. That's a lot. You know what's kind of cool yesterday? So... Sunday night, Staples Center, sold out, of course. This is what's going to happen now, every single Lakers game. And if you're a casual NBA fan and Mm -hmm. you decided, you know what, I'm going to go to that Lakers-Grizzlies game. You got to see the Lakers win. You got a chance to see Carmelo put up 28. Lakers win 121, close game all the way to the end. Sure. Do you know how good John Moran is? He's fantastic. But I I don't know if people – I think they know, but I don't think they know because – They don't see him enough. They don't see him in place for the Memphis Grizzlies. That. They're not on TNT. They're not on ESPN. They're not any they're... of these games. Right. This dude had the crowd ooing and awing. I mean, there's possessions, and you know this just from being at these games. John and Michael are sitting in front of me. I got my headset on, so I'm listening to them. 
there are times I got to take the headset off. I just want to hear yeah. the fans kind of do what they do when you got this young player putting on a show. We could almost hear the gasp when he missed the free throw. Like, I don't think there was anybody in that building that thought that, that free throw wasn't going down. It, it what a bum. We'll get more uh, Lakers coming up in just a little bit. We want to talk about Dwight and AD and what happened to them on yeah. Friday night. We'll get back to that. Um, weird day at SoFi yesterday. Just a, a by the really way, by the way, weird I, day. I like what we're doing here. Like, we're pretending like the dot. Like, we are. We are casually just being like, just a second, Dodgers, because there's so much. I just need to. I need to wrap my I'm hands with you. around all of this. Some my appetizers. Head, yeah, that's Can I the order steak. a drink first? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Dodgers and Dave Roberts and the pitching staff and the pending free agents. That's the. Do you ever? That's the entree. Do you ever go to a restaurant and like they're quick to want to get the order? They're, they just come right to you. You guys know what you want? Um, I literally just sat, sat down six like, Why don't you bring me out a water first, and then, then we can have the conversation. So you've gotten to know me a little bit by now. The quicker you try to get me out of there, the longer I'm staying. <laughs> That's you, your strategy? Yeah, no, look, if you, hey, you know, what can we get for you tonight? Just easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not sure yet. Then they come back out. You know, I think I'm just going to start with the drink for right now, and I'm going to order the drink. And then the appetizer. Can we get the wine menu? And then the wine entree, menu comes out. And then decline dessert. Does have a cocktail menu? <laughs> then decline dessert. And then change my mind. And then get dessert. And then send the check. And then get a coffee. Just that's, gonna, that's us with the Dodgers. I, I'm right going to really that's us with the make Dodgers sure right that uh, you understand that I'm not going. I'm going to sit back. I might get a second drink. We <laughs> might we might do that as well. Uh, weird, weird day at SoFi yesterday. It, Why it, is that? Because, A, it was a fun game to watch, that it was close. I think, you know, 16 and a half points coming into the game. I don't think anybody thought that the Rams were going to lose the game. Why am I watching that game like I'm creating the money line in Vegas for the Palazzo? <laughs> Just because we do an NFL pick em that yeah, well, we play that we play can, nothing for? Yeah, there's no stakes. There's no stakes. By the way, you had a good week. You went, you went perfect four for four again. There is no method to the madness. Well, yes, there is. You go perfect, zero, yep. one, perfect. So you're averaging like five points I a week. I want to say that's my last four weeks. <laughs> I, think it is, I think that's exactly Stressed your last four Stressed out weeks. as hell, smoking three go. cigarettes at the... <laughs> you're that what, guy... What Travis have? Did, Emily, <laughs> what Travis pick on Thursday? I think I'm the only one that writes them down. So this is... I could I could change them at the end of the day. I, I took the L this week. I was in last. Of the three of us, I was in last. Okay, so you said the vibe was... The vibe was great. Mm-hmm. It, it was really interesting because, look, the Lions have some fans but they're not the bears they're not the packers or the chiefs or the steelers or the cowboys or and they haven't won a game and so they're not any good they had some fans in the house but the rams fans were fired up for that game <laughs> it was so loudly it was a really quick and this is the detroit lions and jared goff you knew the, the way the right, game this ended is in san francisco there, seattle there was nothing there was nothing more of a lock than as Detroit was driving to go potentially take the lead at the end of the game. We're looking at each other like, when's it going to happen before they get to the 50? Is it going to happen after they get to the 50? Is it going to happen once they get into the red zone? And sure as you know what, you were in my head. You were in my head yesterday during the game. Why? Because I kind of felt like, okay, there's a good chance, because you've set up Jared Goff every single week. You've talked about, hey, this is what he does. I'm like, Goff, don't freaking do it right here. (laughs) Just Can I just walk into the show and just say that, you know, Stafford actually had a great drive to he end did. the game. He was great. But I'm saying that could that have been the storyline rather than, as in Goff scores and then Stafford has to come back and score? No. Have you never watched him play quarterback before? Listen. <laughs> have you did you have you not watched the Rams until this season? <laughs> when you know something's going to happen, you start feeling bad for that individual. 
Well, okay. Can we stop real quick? Hold on a second. I got a text from somebody that said, I feel sorry for him. No. Jared Goff has $100 million coming his way. Okay? We can stop you know feeling why you, sorry you know for why, him. You know why you feel bad for him? Because he's been out of L.A. since February, uh-huh. and every day you've still talked about him. He's got $100 million coming his way. I bet he's fine. He, if, if anything, he should write Sean McVay a thank you note every Monday morning. Just say, hey, coach, I just wanted to tell you real quick again, thank you for everything you did for me for those two years, because without you disguising what I really am, I wouldn't have this $100 million coming my way. That's, I don't feel sorry for him. I feel a little, little less sorry for him, no. But, but he's having a pretty good day today. Let's just go and get that app. Wells Fargo, maybe he's a B of A guy. I don't know where he goes. Maybe it's Chase. Who knows? Yeah. Yep, that's got two commas in it. Two. And it's, ooh, we're getting closer to a third. This is exciting. I don't feel bad for him. He's calling uh, He's calling Netflix and telling him, hey, I think you overcharged <laughs> me. I canceled my subscription. It was a really weird vibe. We'll get into that coming up next. It was a fun vibe, a weird vibe, and the Rams did exactly what they needed to yep. do. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. I'm putting cool whip on my yogurt and my berries in my trail mix, Lee. You, you were very generous to throw me a bag of trail mix because I forgot my granola this morning. Listen, this is what teammates do for each other. That's <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you came into work, and the first thing you said, you go in the refrigerator. Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, if you work at ESPN LA and you throw anything in the fridge, it's fair game. Yeah, That's I mean, what I've learned at this Better office. have a padlock on it. When you were watching somebody drinking your soda while you're in another <laughs> studio. When the only one left, okay? <laughs> That's happened before. This, these are things that happen in work environments. But you said, uh, I don't know what you forgot. You forgot my your cereal granola, or something my, like yeah, that? Yeah, the granola. My trap. Take one of these little Trader Joe's trail mix. Hook me up. Thank me later. Just a little crunch. I like, to, like I said, I like to eat healthy. In the Venmo morning. me when you get the chance. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the 83 cents for the <laughs> uh, the bag of trail mix. So speaking of breakfast foods, this is from uh, a little early Ask Slee. That's coming up about a half an hour from right now for real. It says, hashtag Ask Slee. This is from Capitano Matt. Has Trav been self-medicating this morning with breakfast burritos? No, I, I'm fine, guys. He's 3,000 calories in. <laughs> I'm fine. And look, we're going to do the Dodgers here in just a minute. It wasn't meant to be. This wasn't that it just – look, I'm, am I disappointed? Of course, that they're out. I understand all of these things. They weren't going to win the World Series, not with the way that that team was playing. They weren't hitting at all. Their pitching staff was just burnt to the ground. Yeah. They, they, they weren't going to win the World Series. So while I'm disappointed it's over, I'm not the least bit surprised that it came to an end over the weekend. Um, let's just get into it now. Let's, 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 I I think the Dodger, and if you're a Dodger fan out there and you want to be a part of the show, by the way, Laker fan, Rams, whatever it is, 877-710-ESPN, we'll continue to hit on all three of these main squads today. Um, Trav, I I think if there is one thing I took away coming into, everybody say, oh, well, you know what? They came back last year down 3-1. This was the talk coming in on Friday, going into Saturday's game. 
it wasn't the same team. Everything was completely different. Now, the question you can have is, did the Dodgers lose against the Atlanta Braves because of decisions they made prior to this series? Can you make the argument that the, the Dodgers' managerial moves, front office moves, did they do things specifically during this series against the Braves or leading up to the series against the Braves? That was the difference between them winning or losing and not winning a World Series this year. My personal, personal opinion, it wasn't their year. When you have this many injuries stack up against you, which a lot of teams have injuries, that's part of it. But um, I think by the time you got to game six of this NLCS between the Dodgers and the Braves, uh, it was going to take something monumental. When, when people are saying on paper, oh, hey, Max Scherzer and Walker Bueller are lined up for game six and game seven, that ain't Max Scherzer and Walker Bueller, the ones, the, the same two guys that you were talking about two months ago. It felt like the Dodgers, it was just a matter of time. They almost had to play perfect baseball in order to win that series. The, we, we talked about it on Friday, the dead arm that we were talking about with Max Scherzer came out, and I said, look, maybe he bounces back. He didn't even take the right. ball. They, By the they, way, they, you were saying with Pedro, you were talking about how on he, TBS. Then mm-hmm. fast forward about 10 hours later, it's like, no, he's not going to pitch tomorrow. It, it it wasn't meant to be, like you said. Now, that being said, when you spend $200 million plus on your payroll, I'm not every, telling year, you it's okay. every year sure. is your year, right? Sure. You, you need to go do those things. Um, it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. You've heard this expression before, right? That it's a failure of imagination, that you just couldn't come up with a way to solve the problem. You just kept doing the same thing over and over. That's not what happened to the Dodgers. The opposite is what happened to the Dodgers. It was a failure of over-imagination. Hmm. They got too cute, man. I get it. That when you are in a situation like game five, like game five, or the wild card game, like the wild card yep. game, you got to do some stuff that's unconventional. You, you got to find do a to way to survive that day. Yeah, because if you don't, there is no tomorrow. The Dodgers played almost the entire Giant series and seemingly the entire Atlanta Braves series with a do-or-die mentality, that if we don't win today, mm-hmm. the series ends. Well, they did some weird stuff. They they juggled their starting rotation in a weird way. They brought Julio back on short notice. You saw some really weird matchup things going on in this thing. We talked about the Gratterall and the Trinan and the, the at-bat there. They're just... You're being too cute. The The team that you had won 106 games for the simple reason you're better than just about everybody Without else. being cute. Without being cute. Yeah. You're just better. you got better players. You've got more better. You've got more good players. And all of a sudden, it's like, not only are we going to win this, but we're going to win this by being a little bit more clever than you. You don't need to. I'm okay with getting clever in a desperate situation. Game five against the Giants is a desperate situation. I don't want to have Corey Knable pitching to, say, Buster Posey in the seventh inning. I'd rather him face him in the first inning. So let's steal the first. Okay, I'm here for that. I'm listening. And it worked out and it was fine. Beyond that, the whole thing was just bizarre. It was just a bizarre deal, and they never got – and I'm by the way, this is not me yelling about Dave Roberts. Dave did some things like, I don't know, pitch to Eddie Rosario in the fourth inning of game six mm-hmm. that I'll never quite get. But the the juggling of the roster, the juggling of the rotation, that's an organizational thing. Dave, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but I'm going to keep doing it. It's not a matter of Dave waking up and saying, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pitch Julio in the eighth inning today. It was an organizational decision that didn't work, that just bled them like crazy. I still think they made a mistake going way back to the early part of September when they're still continuing to fight. And it wasn't, we're going to quit and go home. It's, I'm going to have Max Scherzer, Walker Buehler, and Julio Arias be at their best in October. They weren't. 
They just simply weren't. So do you think, you know, when you when you put it like that, you think them not beating the Braves could have been avoided? We'll never know. Cause that, that's, Honestly, and, and I'm not it would be very easy to go, yeah, they would have won. I don't know. But, but the, what the, I the do reason, know mm-hmm. is that they were out of gas. It was there the tank was empty at the end and it was terribly the decisions, obvious. The decisions they made, right, that you're saying, I question this, I question that. What the reason why I bring that up is is that the difference? Because if you think that Dave Roberts, the front office, Andrew Friedman uh, how they handled the end of the season, mm-hmm. chasing the division, big time decisions that they made throughout these, you know, last couple of weeks that maybe gives Max Scherzer a dead arm, or Julio's not going to be as fresh because he just pitched in game two and now he's got to come out and start again in game four. Do you think if by changing that dynamic it gives them much better odds to beat the Atlanta Braves. I asked you that question because I think that's the fair question. If it's we just got beat because we were injured and the Atlanta Braves were a really good team, or no, we should have beat the Braves if our strategy was different in the last 30 days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, all of it. All of it. They were out of gas. They were tired. They had some really difficult injuries at some unbelievably inopportune moments. They missed Clayton Kershaw a, a great deal. Sure, sure. They missed Max Muncy yeah. immeasurably. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner going down is a big deal. Joe Kelly going down is a big deal. We'll get to this at some point today. Losing Trevor Bauer for more or less the entire season was a big, big missed opportunity. And I understand why they had to do it. They did the right thing there. But not having that extra arm to go do what you did is a missed opportunity. Uh, all all of these things had a big part to do with it, but Dave Roberts, the pitching staff, the bullpen, the injuries, all of those things, they might have been able to weather it all if they could have hit. How many, have I, I've been saying this from the very, very beginning of the postseason. The Dodgers didn't hit in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They didn't really... They, they, this has been their Achilles heel going back against the Red Sox a few years ago and they lost in the World Series. They don't hit. They don't get a lot of guys on base. When they hit, they hit them in bunches, right? They had the 11-run game. But other than that, they were nowhere. They had five hits in an elimination game. When the game was on the line, Al, when the Dodgers had cut it to 4-2, to two, yep. they had runners at second and third with nobody out. Already put up a run, down 4-1 coming into the inning, momentum yep. building, yep. guys in scoring position. Yep. And what happened? Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Mm-hmm. The ball never got put in play. Albert Pujols, who we were talking about last week, I gave him a ton of credit for being a professional hitter, and he is. Got to put the ball in play. He didn't. Steven Souza, not a great hitter, a guy that's really struggled all season long, a guy that was up and down from the minor leagues. They acquired him, just not a dangerous guy in that situation. Doesn't put the ball in play. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts doesn't put the ball in play. You hit a ground ball there, run comes in. You hit a fly ball there, run comes in. The runner at second may or may not advance to third, but now all of a sudden the tying run is in scoring position. How about put just put some, some pressure, pressure on, the, on the other team? Mm-hmm. Walking back to the dugout does not put any pressure on anybody. I get it. I Guys, believe it or not, I understand analytics. I understand the three two outcomes. Home run, walk, strikeout. The three, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's get some guys that can put the ball in play when you need to. Let the, the, not everybody needs to be swinging from their heels trying to hit the ball over the, the center fielder's head every pitch. I think everybody, where the series swung for me, I get it. those first two games you lost in Atlanta by one run, both of them walk-offs, that's when you – that for me, I, I did not think there was a, a chance that the Dodgers would lose both games in Atlanta – to come back to LA. I did. I, I really thought they'd be split would be especially coming off the series did, against the yeah, Giants. Yeah, yeah. Um I thought they would split in Atlanta. Once they went down 2-0, Trev, that hole was dug 
I mean, as best as Bellinger's unbelievable home run, Chris Taylor's three home run night, yeah. Pollock with two home runs. As much as you it. accomplish, you're down 2-0. You're chasing it from the jump. Now you got to win four of you know four or five or whatever the case is. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? What's that? When the Lions went up ten to nothing yesterday with the fifteen points from like, well yeah. that pick's dead. They're not they're not going to cover twenty five at this point. It's ten to nothing. I never thought that the Rams were going to lose. Yeah. But at that point, with ten to nothing, the Rams had only touched the ball once Listen, in the first quarter. Bro, I'm like, do you know you're damn, talking to? Slee got the Lions. You know this is killing to, me. You're talking to the guy. Second quarter, two minutes to go. Lions. And it the was over. Lions the and the Rams, game seven. I'm stressed, walking up and down, back and forth. Um, can we play something here real quick? Because I want to react to this when we come back. Play Mookie Betts. He was asked by Jim Hill right after the game um, just how much of a disappointment this was uh, losing against the Braves in the NLCS. Uh, I am not disappointed at all. It is what it is. Um, you know, win some, you lose some. We didn't uh, score more runs than they did. You know, they played well. All right, so we could throw this out to Dodger fans. Uh, Mookie Betts obviously saying he's not disappointed in how the Dodgers performed. Uh, left it all out there. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. How disappointed are you in this Dodgers season? Or like Mookie, you know what? They did everything they can do. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. All right, seven ten ESPN is the only station, Al, giving you a chance to win one million dollars. You got to listen all day today to play Million Dollar Mondays, and just for playing the game, you can win tickets to see the Rams Titans. That is a Sunday night football game on November seventh at SoFi Stadium, and you get a chance to win a million bucks as well. So listen to Travis Lee, listen to Mason in Ireland, listen to Sedano and Cap. Your chance to win Rams tickets and one million. Bucks. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Mello. Mello, appreciate that, bro. <laughs> I like that. That's kind of fun. I just like hearing Carmelo Anthony say my name. I just drop a quick 28 points for the Lakers yesterday. Yeah, well, hopefully they don't need him to get 28, but it's nice to know that he can. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I kind of thought the same thing. Yeah. Like, it was cool. Everybody's talking about how great Carmelo was yesterday. I'm like, wait, if Melo's giving you 28, shouldn't we win by 24? <laughs> it does feel like that. But, <laughs> hey, look, they this point get is the win. just get just one. Get just the get, get, win, get that on. zero off the board, yeah. and let's just keep it moving, and they can work on some things from there. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And now you said you wanted to talk a little bit about Mookie Betts and what he said after the series end where he said, you know what, I'm not that disappointed. Uh, I am not disappointed at all. It is what it is. Um, you know, win some, you lose some. We didn't uh, score more runs than they did. You know, they played well. So I think there's two camps in this. From a fan perspective, this is just us being fans, mm -hmm. all right? We look at these players, you better care more than we do. You know, like there's this perception of, 
um, what we want players to say when they lose. There's per- perception of when they win, we feel as excited as they do, and just so forth and so forth. So that yep. was a great Jim Hill asking the question, how disappointed are you? Mookie says he's not that disappointed. In a perfect world, is Mookie going to say, you know what, of course I'm disappointed. We were we won 106 regular season games. We won how many elimination games in a row to get to this point? And we weren't able to get it done in Atlanta. I want to say seven total, if you look back to yeah. last season as well. Yeah. But in this just series, San Francisco, or four, two, four. Or, uh, two against San Francisco, one against... In St. Louis and one St. against and Atlanta. One. So you won four this year. Yeah. You wanted him to say things like, um, man, uh, I want nothing more than to be in the World Series. Okay, it didn't happen. The only reason why I bring that up is because I'm curious to hear how Dodger fans feel. Because if Dodger fans... And I almost feel like there's a little 50-50 split here. Some Dodger fans that are looking at this season and saying, you know what, it just wasn't meant to be. When you lose Justin Turner and Max Muncy and Clayton Kershaw and Joe Kelly and Dustin May, I mean, go down the list of all these different players that they've lost this year. What a great fight. The team did everything they possibly can. They just ran out of gas. It wasn't meant to be. When they got to the end of the line and you're having guys start games that don't start games, when you have Max Scherzer saying, I can't go tonight, when you have to do Walker Bueller, it wasn't meant to be. And you hear Mookie say, you know, I'm not disappointed at all. Does anybody, I'm really asking people, is there anybody out there that thinks that Mookie Betts didn't give every last thing he had to try to win that series? Of course he did. No question about it. Of course he did. No question about it. What he understands is, guys, I'm not disappointed because I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew that we were, we were in a dogfight. I knew that we're shorthanded. I knew that or, we're out of or pitching. that there was a chance that it it, it, it won't work out. It, That's how sports works. It, he's been around. He's won the World Series twice. He knows the feeling. He knows what it is. I think that's. It wasn't that I don't care. It's that nobody this, is going to question is what it is. Yeah, nobody's going to question Mookie's effort or anything like that. The flip side of it. So I said that there's Dodger fans who kind of understand this was the predicament this year. The other side of it is this, Trav. Hey, you know what? How much money did this? organization spend this year mm-hmm. you were a world series favorite for a reason mm-hmm. wait a minute you just let the atlanta braves who won 18 less games than you in the regular season beat you for you're right hey this happens in baseball this isn't the first time it's not gonna be the last time but either so or you're you're sitting here and you're saying if dave roberts should have done a better job if andrew friedman would have done a better job if they didn't get too cute they could have won this series all of the above they could have won the world series so we'll all take some of calls the above on that. let's try jonathan in los angeles jonathan you're on the dr pepper call in line what's going on jonathan how are you doing can you guys hear me yep yes, we sir. got you okay um well, I'm not disappointed at all in the Dodgers this year um, because pretty much they, they've been playing playoff, ba- uh, playoff baseball for about two months now trying to stay with the Giants, and that's pretty much what happened. The Giants aren't in it anymore. The Dodgers aren't in it anymore. Uh, so the seeding thing, that kind of that kind of us in the butt uh, mm-hmm. this year. But, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not disappointed at all in them. Um, I think next year we're going to be a lot better, though. Yeah, Jonathan, I think they're going to be really good next year. I think they're going to be really good for the foreseeable future, but it's, it's going to look different. What and makes that, you think that? No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> but I, I don't know what the emotion is. It's I'm disappointed that they're not still playing. I'm disappointed yeah. that they're not going to the World Series, but I'm not surprised that it's mm. over. I, I understand what it is that I'm looking at. He said he brought up a really good point. The Dodgers and Giants were firing bullets at each other for basically two months. Right, they, that's they, Major they, League Baseball's fault. It it is Major League Baseball's fault. It's also the Dodgers' fault. They didn't have to fire, 
And and I want to read this tweet because I think this kind of encapsulates yep. the difference of what we're looking at. This is from uh, Scotty Tahati, and Scotty Tahati writes: injuries and inconsistent hitting probably shouldn't have tried to catch the Giants, but I'm happy we tried. Always play to the whistle, or in this case, the end of the season. I hear you, and generally speaking, that's the right way to do it. The Dodger goal was not to be the number one seed. The Dodger goal was not to win the National League West. The Dodger goal was to win the World Series. And when you got to a point where Bueller, you were saying it before I was, Slee, when Bueller, you know what, he didn't look quite right. When Max Scherzer spits the bit in a couple of starts in a row, and you're like, hey, you know, this doesn't look quite right. Julio Orias is already 100 innings past his mm-hmm. career total. Mm-hmm. The, the, the idea, you're not quitting. What you're doing is you're saying, we want to win the World Series. Whether we go in as the National League West champion or whether we go in as the wild card, which you had to do anyway, then we can have some of these guys healthy. Because, look, Atlanta won the division easily. They were they went in there. They were rested. They took care of the Brewers really quickly. They didn't yep. have to sit around. And they were healthy. And they were the better team in this series. But it's not quitting. It's getting ready to fight the fight that matters the most. The, what Jonathan also said that I think is great, you had the two best teams in the league just take a pound of flesh from each other in that five-game series. I think whoever would have come out of that would have been beaten up. So 10:55. let's do this. Because you keep going back to – the strategy to end the they regular were season. At you the keep end going of the back line. to that. Ten fifty-five. I'll I'll make my argument of why I still think that was the right approach to take. And you I know they're out, right? I do know that they're out. <laughs> the The ultimate goal was what's your best odds to get to a World Series? And we can kind of argue both those arguments. And I, and I know we only took one phone call. Starting at ten fifty-five, we'll take a number of calls from Dodger fans. We'll do that as well because we're doing Ask Lee next. We're doing, and we're already good. You can send them if you want because there's always room for more good Ask Sleeves, but I've got Ask Sleeves about the weather. I've got Ask Sleeves about your dancing. I've got a lot of Ask sure, Sleeves that sure. we need to get to. That's all coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, this isn't exactly an ask sleeve, but it's good advice. The biggest pro from the Dodgers losing is I can finally stop drinking and eating terribly game after game. That's from James. So James and I are on the same page on no, that No, James, one. here's what happens. Now you got Laker games to stress about. <laughs> it, but do you stress eat after a, a, a Laker game in October? Like when we get down to April and May, sure. There's no, October works. There. October works. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's start with uh, Drew in L.A. Hashtag ask Slee. Does Slee like it when he goes to a concert and they say, here are some songs off of our new album? <laughs> no. I don't like it. Does anybody? This is the first thing that goes through my mind. It's like, well, okay, I haven't heard this song. So the only thing I get excited about coming to a concert, I want the hits. I want what I've already heard before. Don't try to 
try this new track and see if we like it and then determine if it's going to make it on the album or not. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I'm here for Stick a greatest hits script. performance. I do not need to hear the one that you've been noodling you on You know what I'd rather studio. have? I'd rather you cover a different, <laughs> cover. Play some Rolling Stones. Yeah, but this is a Motley Crue. Just play the Stones. Just do it. I, I want to hear Start Me Up. Uh, let's just, let's just awesome. get it done along the way. All right, uh, TFP. Who is happier this weekend? The Lakers when Job bricked that third free throw or the people in Trav's house who no longer have to see his food Manchu mustache. You've told like personal stories. Like you were talking about your son at homecoming. Yeah, he was not thrilled with my deal. I mean, for him to look at you in the eyes and be like, Dad, please. Please. They don't know that you're doing a thing. Like somebody who's seeing that conversation be had, they're looking and like, wow, that's a really intense father-son <laughs> conversation. No, it's just the son asking the father not to embarrass him in front of his friends. Shave your mustache. I had at least four or five at the Rams pregame show. Dude, where's the stash? What do you mean, where's the stash? I cut it off the second that out was in Freddie Freeman's glove. You know, it's funny. It was gone. I thought maybe when you would shave the stash and it would just kind of go back to normal life. Uh huh. You miss lost, it? No, not even missing. I've lost respect for you. There's like. <laughs> Go I on. used to have more respect for you last week, and all of a sudden now I'm looking at you and like, yeah, this guy's just another regular dude. People are already bumping into me in lines and not saying excuse me already, now that I don't have my mustache along the way. All right, this is uh, John. He says, is everything okay with you and Lady Slee after the dance video premiered at SoFi this no, weekend? everything ended. <laughs> she decided it wasn't better off By as the way, friends? The funny thing is I think that thing's been going on for weeks now. <laughs> Every time they have a home game, I'm like, oh, this ain't good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> They're, but not I got to tell you, I've liked all of the Travis and Slee videos yeah. on the big board yep. at the, the Rams games. Yep. You doing the I, do, what do we know? What is the name of that dance? Like You're doing like a sprinkler yeah, thing along like the way. Yeah, it's not good. It's your not good. your level of commitment to the dance yeah. is tremendous. Yeah, I'm, pa- I'm paying you a compliment that you went for it mm-hmm. and it really really worked. Yeah, it's not good. We should play it to open this house every single time. Uh, Dave in San Clemente. Does Ezekiel Elliott look like Lenny Kravitz in a funhouse mirror? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a little the, bit. The comparisons they have. Who's the uh, Who's the one they always go back to? Boldenhoser. Uh, Boldenhoser. Boldenhoser. Yeah. Can't can't pronounce that. Coach Bud. Time, I feel like every single time there's one of these comparisons. Coach Bud <laughs> is in, in the mix. Well, he's got that look. Coach he's Bud is in the mix. NBA championship coach, and he's got that look along the way. Um, have you ever thrown hands with a teammate during a game at the local 24-hour fitness? Hashtag Ask Slee. No. No, never. It's not getting that serious to where I'm. Uh, by the way, yeah, this is happening. You're the one that before. said you play defense. That's well, taking it defense. pretty seriously. No, I do play defense because I want to stay on. That's why the fights start. I want to stay on the court. I just want to play defense. No, fights start on these pickup games for two reasons. You're the you're the worst. You're <laughs> my on. worst nightmare <laughs> on a basketball floor. Probably true because all you're trying to do if you go and play pickup games. By the way, I haven't played pickup games. I, I told you I just started shooting around again. Uh-huh. I'm winded nine shots in. <laughs> It's not good. I'm winded nine shots in, okay? But you're the you're the player that you get on the floor. Mm-hmm. All you want to do is just show up, uh, just jack up threes. And oh, by the way, you're not shooting a good percentage from the three point lines. It's not my problem. Yet you're still you're still <laughs> jacking up threes. You don't play any defense, and before nope. you know it, there's 13 guys waiting to get on. So that means you're waiting at least two minimum games. Uh-huh. Questionable for the third Catch game. Catch my breath. Have a sandwich. You're the worst person. 
to play pickup ball with. Well, that's true for all the reasons that you mentioned, but the fights start because of defense. Somebody's mad that you're not playing defense. You go, dude, it's pickup. I'm not going to try. What if somebody saw me trying no, in this game? You can't have fights in pickup games. It does happen. When I see guys arguing, I'm like, fellas, the score is 6-6 six to six in a pickup <laughs> basketball game. There's people upstairs running on the track. This is where you guys want to call today. This is it? It's important. It's important. This is a new name. Always like a new name. And, Al, it's a really good question. Follow along. It's a little okay. intricate, but it's a good one. This is from Nikki. And Nikki writes, Key beat Marcellus in a race. Yeah. Slee beat Mason in a hot dog eating contest. Okay. If there were a contest between Key and Slee, what would the challenge be, and would Allen beat Key in that contest? Only thing I think I'm taking Key on, shooting some jumpers. Uh, does Key have a jumper? Yeah. You think Does Key have a jumper? Yeah. Keep in mind, he was the first pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> you're going to want to yeah, pick something. Yeah, he wasn't the three-point shooting you're, reigning you're, you're, champion you're gonna in gonna the wanna, NBA. You're going to want to pick something that is non-athletic. I'm not going up against Clay. <laughs> no, no. Key, Key is an athlete. You don't, don't want a part if of that. If there's one thing I would take you want my eating chances contest. on. <laughs> no, I don't. I definitely don't want uh, any of those. What about a Laker trivia competition? No, that, I don't want that. That's, no, that's no, no, not a bad no, no, idea. No, no. no. If, if I would take my chances on one thing, three-point shooting contest. That'd be the one thing I take my chances on. I'm guessing we played the ten. Did did Key play the uh, ten? Yeah. You know that they wanted him to play basketball at SC as long as football, right? You do know that. That's not good. I did not know that. (laughs) Still take my chances. Hey, Key, come on out and play basketball with us. We could use you in the Pac-10. I don't know if you remember. (laughs) I don't know if you remember Lakers Media Day, Uh where we were broadcasting from. Oh, I remember. I'm. I'm. Fifty percent from that corner three. Not a chance. No, that's not. I'm not shooting fifty percent. I got to be top. I give key. you twenty. Top of the key. And it can't be the NBA three. I need a college three. Oh yeah. That, that, well, I give you more than one out of ten at that. I give you twenty five percent from the college line. The Wait, NBA, from where? The NBA from ones where? Are bomb. Any of them. Take your pick. From the top of the key. Sure. It's out a, of 10? It's 23 feet away from the basket. It's a, it's a bomb. Wait, wait, wait. You can barely kick it that far. I'm, not, I'm confused what you're asking me. Are you are you telling me that I can't hit two of 10 threes on a college three-point? No, college you can. I believe that you can. Oh, okay. The NBA All one right. is the thing. I th- I'll give you NBA's one. NBA's a little further. <laughs> yeah, a little. You can Shaq could lay down between the what two What do you lines. mean one? One. No at, one shoots 10%, 10 from three. You. Alan Slee with us. In my mind, that's what it's going to be. Unbelievable. is brought to you by Key of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry on in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. we got a lot of phone calls to get into. Still want to tell you, too, Slee White, just how bizarre that game was for the Rams yesterday. They touched the ball mm-hmm. once in the first quarter, one time. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.